Hi, are you Maud? Yes. Dear God, it takes nothing special to mop up after the decrepit and the dying. Can you feel that? Yep, yep, yep. But to save a soul, that's quite something. Bless Amanda's body and bless her mind, which is shrouded in darkness. Welcome to the latest episode of the podcast that wouldn't die. With me, as always, is Aaron. Hey. That, I heard like a weird creaking door from like a haunted house. What is happening? It's, over it there? is my ch- my elderly bones. Maybe I got the I got the bird bones. I guess. Sweet right, so Jesus. I should not be rocking in my Costco chair. Is that what you're saying? If you can avoid it, I think it's a good rule. <laughs> this week we'll be discussing the horror new classic Saint Maud, starring some people. Actually, actually, and I had to look it up because I was looking at this chick and I was like, I recognize her, but maybe it's just somebody I know. Elizabeth Bennett from the good version of Pride and Prejudice with Colin Firth. That's the first one. Yeah. Her name is Jennifer L. I don't know how to pronounce it. E-H-L-E. Is that like Malcolm X? It could be, it's very much, <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. Good Lord. Yeah, she plays Amanda, Amanda Cole, the famous dancer in this movie. Good Lord. You know what? Let's get, let's cut to the chase. Give us your 30 Holy second synopsis of St. Maud. Holy S H I T. First of all, I literally have no notes, I have like four notes. Because I was riveted. It plays right into uh, all uh, insanity, Catholicism, yep. hallucinations. Holy shit. Are so, they hallucinations? Ooh, questions. But go ahead. Oh, my God. So, basically, we meet the, uh, this young lady who's like a, a very religious hospice nurse. And she, she like seems to really choose these clients, but something bad happened in her past. We weren't really sure. She worked at this hospital and something bad happened. And now she's a, a home care hospice nurse. So we see her and she's going to uh, meet her new client that the, the previous lady says she's a con. But, uh, oh my God, her little room is it looks like a monastery it's literally like a one tiny room your bed is five feet from your little kitchenette yeah horrible horrible although i could probably make that place look cute but i would not i I would know i have fallen a a few rungs on the ladder if i'm living there yes anyway we get over I mean, the lady is eccentric, whatever. Nothing outrageous. The, well, she's the way dying, you're... for goodness sake. You cut well, some that, slack. Hence, hence a hospice nurse. Right. But, I mean, she wasn't really much of it. She seemed like an interesting lady. I mean, it's a hard job, man. Yeah. People are dying. They're unhappy. You got to take care of them. You got to wa- wipe their butts and scrub their armpits. And you're doing everything. And right. you're living there. Right. So 
Maude decides that she I'm going on longer than 30 seconds. So, so let me, let me, let me. All right, religious lady goes to the dying lady and like our mom wants to do a deathbed conversion, bring her to the light. It don't work out. Everybody dead. The end. Catholicism, Catholicism, Catholicism. Dead. The Andy That's... will blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> now, I how did you hear about this? Had you heard of from, it? From our British brother-in-law. Right. They, yeah, our sister and brother-in-law suggested this movie. But I, I had heard of it. I didn't know anything I about it. I had not heard of it. But I, I, and you know, whenever anyone wants to, hello, audience, if you want to suggest something we haven't seen, why not? If you're going to suggest Buckaroo Bonsai, I'm going to give you a slap. No, but feel but free to keep suggesting interesting, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic. Yeah, I'm down with, with, with new stuff. Oh, I mean, no now, question. Now that I'm, we're, we're still, I mean, California's open, but uh, I'm still half a shut in. So movies, huh? Right. They're, they're not even advertising movies anymore. Or maybe I'm just not watching terrestrial TV. I don't know. No, I mean, we, we try to do, what I like to say is, we do the uh, latest and the greatest and the oldest and the worst. That's, we do it all. Right. The oldies and, and the moldies. The oldies <laughs> and the moldies. That's what I'm saying. So, as yeah. long as they don't make us upchuck too much. Or bore us. I right. think that's the deal. The, the, those are the limits. Right. We've watched movies where we were planning to do it and we were just like, boring. We literally pull, only pulled one movie. There's only been one movie and we talked about it for five minutes and it ended up just reviewing it. It was A Girl Walks Home Alone. Right. Which is like a critically, people love it. Critically acclaimed. And I was mm -hmm. just like, not feeling it. I Not the only it. thing good about that movie was her. She's wearing uh, what is that called? What is that Muslim garb? A burqa. But you're, you're using like a burqa as like vampire cape. It was a badass look. Too bad that was the only badass thing in the whole movie. Well, I mean, since we're going off on this tangent, very. It looked very well done. No question. And it just wasn't interesting to talk about. It was boring. Yeah. It was boring to us. You know, if we can't goof on it even a little bit, we got to move on down the road is the moral uh, I, of the story. I don't like that disclaimer, Kevin. I'm going to argue with you. Uh, it's, feel free. It's not saying if it's boring to us, that it's boring. Because we have a wide range of interests. So one of us usually finds something awesome about it to talk about. And, and in this case, we're, uh, it was painful. Pain, it was like watching paint dry. I was like, Oh, it made uh, Wings of Desire seem like the Fast and the Furious. I didn't hate it as much as you hated it, but oh. that is true. But, but, but no, <laughs> let me just say, Aaron, that although I do agree between the two of us, we have a wide, you know, uh, birth of interest. I do also feel like, you know, there are certain things that uh, critics appreciate that maybe we wouldn't appreciate. That's all I'm saying. I'm, all I'm, a, saying. I'm a critic. I like to criticize. Well, you're critical. <laughs> I don't know if. Sweet Jesus. Okay, let's let's jump. Let's abandon that and go back to 
St. Maude. Let's hit the highlights. So you uh, said first you... of all, before, I already told you what I think. At, yes. By the end of the movie, what was in your brain? Um, I'll tell you this. If we're, if we're cutting right to the chase. Um, yeah. I thought it was interesting uh, through most of it. And okay. then there's one moment where it gave me the chivers. Oh, and I think you know the moment. I, I, I was know like, oh my God. God. I was like, oh. Yes. It went from zero to 60. It, <laughs> oh, it was bang. Instantly. It was bang. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we got we to talk about this. Um, so she was just, a, I guess she was a regular nurse and then suffered some kind of setback. And apparently, because I was confused about what happened, and she was doing CPR and and she didn't save the person, apparently. Right. And and then things just started going off on her. Well, what we realize over the course of the movie is she used to be known as Katie and was kind of a party girl. And now she goes by Maud. And she now she's devoutly religious, but in kind of a weird, like I made my own version of Catholicism. So, like if you maybe she was raised Catholic and didn't really care, and now she's inventing her own version, like a saint, where with all the suffering and everything. Then I mean, you can you can look you can look at certain sects of Catholicism. That do do the kind of self-flagellation. Oh, she's Opus Day, folks. Sure. Right, right. That's real. Money. That's real. She does do the, you know, uh, where she, I, first I didn't know what she was doing. She was putting like popcorn, like unpopped popcorn on the floor and then kneeling into it. Yeah. I, I can't kneel just on, on regular floor with no popcorn. My knees hurt too bad. That's what happens when you get old. Oh, yeah. The first thing you can't do is kneel. I have no like fat on my knee. So just kneeling down to pick up something, I end up with like a bruise. Yes, this is a sad situation. But that's that's frankly not what I want to talk about. The thing that I found more interesting is the fact that from time to time she's just hit with orgasms. Oh, to me, I studied art history, so there's so many pictures. Of the of the religious ecstasy, the ecstasy of right. Saint, Peter, where they're literally or Saint Paul, it that's right. what it looks like. It looks like a, a religious orgasm where and, they're and just the, lost control of their bodies and are laying there. I mean, you hear talk like you said, the agony and the ecstasy, but I never equated it with like sexual desire. I mean, because she's like full blown o face. Uh, you know, Google knee, it, brother. Knees buckling. Google I'm not gonna, some of this Renaissance. I, I will not. You'll, I will not. You'll Google never that. look at Saint, Saint Teresa again. I'm not looking at. I'm not googling any of this stuff. I'll leave that to you. Thanks for nothing. Yeah. But that this happens from time to time. She's like doing the dishes, and then her knees buckle because she's overcome with with the ecstasy. Let's over just call it that. Over again. Yeah. Multiple times. I'm like. You know, hey, we were all raised Roman Catholic. I don't recall this happening to me. <laughs> Sadly, no. I might go back to church if I found this happening from time to time. I was thinking so, about that. I was like, bang, but you don't want that happening like at the supermarket or something. No. <laughs> Only in certain places is that acceptable. Yes, you could true. just flip a switch or something. The, exactly. Yeah, there so you, go. you got the religious ecstasy, which is 
like like a professional could not give you that hard an orgasm. Exactly, a professional. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Someone who studied pleasure all their lives. I mean, I mean, a, a, a Roman in ancient times couldn't bring you that. Right. You get that. You have extreme hallucinations. Well, you're assuming that they're... See, there's... I, I think we can base... I wrote this down. I think we can safely say that she's nuts. But at the same time, is, is there a little bit of a door that says maybe this is legit? Maybe this is real in, in the world of the story? I don't know. What do you think? I never once thought that anything was demonic. I I thought she was a she was crazy the whole time. Okay, even when she was overcome with her ecstasy. Oh, oh, for sure. Okay, because it's, it's interesting. So she is uh, she's working with this dancer who was a famous dancer at some point who's now dying. She's got like lymphoma or something. Is that what it was? I don't know. Something some kind of it, like aggressive cancer. She's dying. Yeah. She's got aggressive cancer, and she's taking care of her. Um, right. And, you know, she's sad. basically she's a sad and lonely person, like you kind of said. You know what I mean? Somebody's on their deathbed. Absolutely. You know, uh, doesn't have a whole lot of people coming to visit her, frankly. Uh, she's got the one dude who visits, but she, I guess... I think she's a disagreeable, difficult person. Right. At her best. She was a disagreeable person, and now she's not at her best. And like, literally, she has to hire what, like, a female prostitute to come hang out with her, and and more than hang out with her. Yeah. Well, so, and, but I get the feeling from the prostitute that it's more. You know, they clearly have a relationship. Uh it's it's hard to say. It's it hard could to say. be. You know, she could be like, well, she's I a gigola. She's a gigola. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know if that's the term, but that's all but I'm taking. I mean, you, you, I'm sure, develop a relationship with your steady customers. Well, she says, I do care about her. She yeah. says, not, not enough. Because it's, it's like, if you really care, then you do you have be... to be paid to show up? I guess oh, that's I thought if I you know. really cared, would you be interfering with her immortal soul? I mean, I don't know. That's that's you one see? of those questions. That's one of those questions well, where if, if somebody's you're thinking of Maud who is saving souls, I think that's what she, well, she that's meant. Well, tr that's true from Maud's point of view, right? Where it's like the fact that she spent wasting her time with these kind of earthly pleasures, with, right. with the jigola, when she could be, you know. Begging not to go to hell, yeah. But if you're kind of a normal person <laughs> and St. Maude is rolling up on you saying, hey, you know, leave her soul alone, you might be like, whatever. Right. Whatever. I mean, I'm not listening to you. I'm not proving myself to you. Whatever. Right. Um, so the, there's a lot of stuff where it's just kind of, she's a religious person trying to save this woman's soul. Right. Um, with this other kind of peculiar stuff going on with her, like we said, the agony and the ecstasy. Um, but there's that scene later in the movie where it's like there's a scary voice that's talking to her in, in a foreign tongue. Yeah, they said it was Welsh. 
Right. That, you, well, here's the thing. The actress who plays Maud is Welsh in real life. So I wonder if this is kind of like a, a clue that this is all in her mind. Because it's it's like, it's a creepy voice speaking what to most of us might be a, an obscure language. Right. But this is like one of her native tongues in real life. But I was watching Gavin and Stacy, and they go to move to Wales and no one in Wales actually spoke Welsh. <laughs> well, I, I think it's it's like Scots Gaelic or whatever, or right. Gaelic in Ireland. Right. It's like I, people, the, the legit locals can dip Old into people, that. maybe. They, they, yeah. can di- they can dip into that, but that doesn't mean that they're dropping it at the supermarket or whatever. But she, this actress, is like a legit Welsh person. Like If you look at her name, it's one of those Welsh names with the Ys and interesting spots and then uh, the two Ds. Well, let, let me tell you a funny story because I read, I read nothing about this before I saw it. And I'm like, why is everybody in Coney Island like right. English? I was confused I was like, about what? that. Yes, I was I'm like, like this take place in England or Coney people? Island? Sure, why not? But everyone, I'm like, uh, me think this Coney Island must be something else. Right, that was the first thing I wrote down. <laughs> because, well, it's doubly confusing at first because the uh, the dancer lady who's in hospice is American. With an American accent, right? Right. Well, the actress I don't think is American. But the character is supposed to be American. She has an American. She's actually, uh, one of her parents is American and one is uh, English. So is Winston Churchill's. What does that have to do with anything? Thank Maybe you. they're the same person. Yeah, they have the same thing. <laughs> so, but you're right. It's like there's, a, there's an old beggar person who might as well have been a chimney sweep. You know what I mean? I thought it was Dick Van Dyke. It was step in time, step in time, step in time. Right. So you're because they keep flashing the sign like Coney Island, Coney Island, which is uh, you know people from America know that Coney Island is was like a kind of an amusement park type place in New York. Right. Um, but I and guess New York there's is another full of immigrants, but not quite. Not that this many. many. Not this right. many. Right. Yeah. Not this many. Wales was high, highly represented on Coley Island that day. You're telling me. So, but that's neither here nor there. No, it's not. It was just kind of, it was confusing at first. Because every other character is obviously British or Welsh or whatever. Or whatever. Or the members of the United Kingdom. That is correct. Great so Britain. the interesting thing is, because I was like, why does the old nurse refer to the, the hospice lady as a So, but then we kind of see it. She's kind of a bitch. She, well, yes. She goes out of her way to embarrass Maude at her party. And plays along with it, you know, pretending yes. she's having, that's, that was her fatal error. Pretending that she's having the same kind of religious ecstasy as yes. God is. Yes. Well, they were kind of like rubbing each other's hands. Yeah. The grand reveal is she thinks that she's kind of, uh, kind of co- uh, convincing uh, Amanda to kind of give the Lord a chance, kind of right. thing. my savior mod or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so when they're both having their quote unquote ecstasy, they're kind of touching each other's hands kind of thing. Yeah. That was a little lesbianic. Yeah. Well, the dancer woman is, I mean, she established that that's kind of how she rolls or at least part-time, 
You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, so, but yeah, well, <laughs> could be. Uh, in the uh, but in the climax, she reveals, no, I never felt it. I never heard the voice. Um, but that's the thing. It's like if you talk to a religious person and, and you ask them point blank, do you hear the voice of God? You know, is there actually a voice speaking to you? And your answer is yes. Do you call the psychiatrist? Well, that's why she's Saint Maud instead of uh, Maud Frickert from down the street. Well, or Katie, which was her real name. Remember, there's that scene where she's walking down the street and the other nurse goes, Katie, is that you? Uh-huh. Katie, and she kept Katie. walking. Right. She's turned her back on her old life. On who she used to be. Although, the first she gets fired from her job because uh, Amanda starts making comments about what the Lord's throbbing something. What? <laughs> and it does, doesn't finish the thought, but it, it enrages Maud. So she smacks her. In front of every everybody. So she's promptly tossed out on the street and fired. Right. Uh, which is what would happen. You can't be of beaten course, up your hospice be people. Crazy. Uh, and then I guess that night, Maud's like hitting the pub, trying to shack up with every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Literally. Yeah. yeah. She's decided that uh, God has forsaken her. She's gone back to her whorish ways. <laughs> we don't judge. We don't judge. Whatever floats your boats. Don't be jerking somebody off outside yes. the bar. That ain't the way. That wasn't even outside the bar. That was. Oh. She's giving a handy to Rando Joe in the uh, the phone booth at the bar. I think that was just a big f off to God. You know, it was. Yeah. And, and then she the same night. Well, she calls uh, her friend. Um, what was her friend's name? The Joy. one who came Joy. to visit her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calls up Joy, says, hey, I'm at the pub. You want to come out? And Joy's busy, which sends uh, uh, Maude into another tailspin. So she go, literally goes off and hooks up with some kind of trollish-looking dude. I think it was Hagrid's younger brother. It was, it was Hagrid's illegitimate son. <laughs> um, so it's like, but then, like, she gets the, she hears the voice of God later from a roach or something. My God. It was a creepy moment when she walks over and like kind of stares at the camera kind of thing. And you hear the creepy voice talking yeah. to her in, the, in, in Welsh. Yeah. Uh, and then she's back. She's back in the saddle. But now she's she's really nuts. Now she's really gone around. So Amanda had given her this book of William. Thomas Bo Blake. Or William, William Blake. Blake. Come yes. on, brother. Who's Thomas Come Blake? On. I don't know. One of the Blake boys. Thomas Aquinas. Are we just yes. naming religious people now? Yeah, could be. Um, so she's cutting out the images and pushing thumbtacks like through the eyes. That was awful. That oh. was awful. And then she cuts it to fit her Converse shoes. So right. she slides it thumb the, the thumbtack up, and you see her putting on her shoes and crunching down, yes. and then going for a walk. Oh my god, wandering around yes. the boardwalk with her just bloody stumped feet. Oh, well, you'd be you'd be leaving a bloody trail. My okay, god. those Converse literally have little like vents on the side. It would be leaking blood. Oh I'm my sorry. god. It would it be horrible. And of course, the most horrible thing is this was like a thing that people would do to show their piousness, to show the suffering, to share Jesus's suffering. This was like a thing. Right. People it's self-flagellation. Uh, Some still, still do it. Yes. They're still doing it.
like it's a uh, um uh what was that angels and demons was that the one or was it uh oh with the albino well, yeah with uh paul bettany where it was literally like he had like this like barbed wire thing around his thigh that he tightened every now Oof. and again but it's, it is that thing. It's like you kind of whip yourself, flog yeah. yourself as, as kind of a You're show of your You're not worthy or... of the Lord's love. Some kind of Do craziness. Do you have to get like a weekly tetanus shot when you have rusty barbed wire rotting in your flesh? Who the hell knows? <laughs> um, so the grand finale, what really set me on my, on, uh, my well, ear. There's, there's two things that set me on go the ear, it. but go ahead. Well, the, the big one for me is so she sneaks back in to Amanda's house. Remember, she's been fired. Right. Uh, goes and visits her. And they kind of have, at first, what seems to be kind of a sweet moment. Um, and she, you know, Maude kind of whispers. It's like, oh, you know, it's okay. Because Amanda apologizes. She's like, I'm sorry I was so rude to you. I shouldn't have said those things. And, and uh, Maude kind of leans in and was just like, oh, you know, God forgives, you know, blah, blah, blah. You you noticed it, too. And that's when she says, no, I just I kind of feigned it. I didn't, I didn't really feel it. And then she turns literally. I don't know what happened in a, in a second. She has a, like a scary demon face, like lunges forward, kind of casts Maude away. And it was like literally in these moments. And I get these like like watching The Conjuring. Where you just do, you feel the tingle go up your spine. You're like, ah! And that's what happened. It was so scary and so unexpected. It it knocked me on my butt. She made some comment to her that really freaked her out about why would your God, like she, she not only is not, not falling for the religious, she's not, doesn't believe in God. And why would your God need you? to do this right if the god if god was was um uh what am i trying to say if, if god uh was all you needed then why are you here kind of yeah. thing um and cackle like evil demon voice and oh yeah face totally transforms oh. and then mod knew what you mod's like whacking her and smacking her well she grabs scissors and then yeah because it's it's like Amanda is coming for her again, like, like just this horrific demonic beast. Right. Jumps then, on her and gets her with the stabs her to death with the scissors. Oh. And then and, of course it's just Amanda. Presumably. Oh my lord. I mean, and meanwhile, right. our, our mod is just covered in blood and is yeah. wandering the street. Well, goes goes home, grabs her big bucket of uh, acetone. Goes to the beach, pours it all over herself, lights a lighter, boom. But she thinks she's like, you know, in the light of the Lord, and everyone else on the beach kind of bows before oh, her. Oh, it was horrible, because everyone at the beach sees what she's doing, and right. people are starting, they're like, no, 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 they're trying to call to her. And right. then you just flip to this whole fantasy where she's, got the light from heaven coming down she's glowing all the people drop to their knees as if celebrating her and then at the last second you see reality where she right. is just black and screaming screaming lit on fire oh yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Oh, and it's just for, you only see it for probably three seconds the reality yeah. boom that's, all, and that's it that's all you need it, end of the movie boom boom it was oh, good. that gave me the chillers. I had to go watch comedy for four hours after that. 
It was good. I needed to settle my business down. Now, my question was, like, when her friend showed up, was she planning on burning herself alive then and only after she left, she decided to go visit Amanda? It's hard to know what her plan was, but you're right. They were zooming in on the big jug of acetone. It was per- acetone and peroxide. And hydrogen peroxide, yeah. I, I, I thought, I wasn't sure if she was going to poison herself because what was all the peroxide? I don't know if peroxide is flammable. I, I mean, usually you use that. I mean, it's a whitener. You use it on wounds. So I, I wasn't sure what was going on there. She was going to, she brought her water or something. I thought maybe she was poisoning well, she did, her. Well, she did. She kind of made her own holy water. Yeah. Because she kind of filled it up and did a little like cross on it. And when she did it on Amanda's forehead, Amanda kind of cringed. Well, because I want water. We, we we do not know you the answers to these questions. You see a sink full of clear liquid in all these bottles of peroxide and acetone. Yeah. Good question. We don't so, know the so answer. So, of course, you would cringe if someone is, A, trying to make you drink this and, and wiping it on you. I don't think she tried to make her drink from the bottle, did she? Okay. I don't remember. Maybe I don't using it with something else. So, but, but for sure, if someone is, is, is spritzing you with, with acetone, I mean... When I was in art, I remember I had acrylic nails and I was washing the paint off my hand with acetone and it melted my acrylic nails. Oh, yeah. it's. Re- I mean, yeah, you use it like it's a paint thinner kind right. of situation. Um, good grief. It is. I mean, it, the ending is... Snap. It, 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 well, and it puts it all together. It's like that's what you carry with you when you leave. The yeah. demonic transformation and then the, the lighting on fire. Boom, boom. It's great. And you've got to end a horror movie and all movies with that kind of something. You know what I mean? If you don't, oftentimes we talk about these movies we love, which are great until like the last, like, you know, the third act where it all kind of falls apart. They don't know where it's going. This kind uh-huh. of was the opposite. This is a slow build. And once you get there, bam, good times. Mm. Are you? Do you have any other thoughts? Or shall I go to behind the scenes? I want to hear some behind the scenes because I thought it was bang. I mean, let me look at my notes real quick. Go for it. No, I got nothing. Oh, she has I, two different colored eyes. That's a behind the scenes thing, damn you. Was it only... I? But I didn't notice it until the one time. Right. Did it's she not have so two different kinds all the time? Uh, is yes, she David always. Bowie? She is David Bowie. David right. Bowie, the reason he has two different colored eyes because he has one like crazy eye. Like the one well, eye is blind. Well, he also has one crazy eye that's always dilated. But he has right. two different colored eyes. And and my ex-husband's cousin is also a husky and has two different colored eyes. He, well, he has one eye that's good and one eye that's jacked is basically what it is. But it's not just... Two, there's also many things wrong with it's it's a sad situation. All right. Okay, behind the scenes, director Rose Glass won the IWC Schaffhausen Filmmaker Bursary Award, which was presented to her by Danny Boyle for this movie. That's a serious, the Schaffhausen, Dr. Emil Schaffhausen Award. You know it, don't you? Never heard of it. Never Did heard of it. Did you make this up? Could be. Uh, originally shot in a taller than normal aspect ratio. And if you look, it kind of has a little disclaimer 
that the that the aspect ratio is different than any other film you'll do. And they did that because they wanted to have more space and headroom around the characters. Okay. So you could have those kind of, you know, uh, heavenly moments that they show with like the, the halos and the wings and things like that. Um, like you said, Maud's eyes are two different colors. One is blue green and one is brown. However, the actress only has blue eyes. So there you go. All right. Uh, main actress, Maud. Her name is, uh, I'm going to butcher this because this is a crazy Welsh name. It's like Morphid. Morphid Clark. She starred in the movie Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Whereas her co-star, like we said, Jennifer Ellie, E-H-L-E, starred in the BBC series Pride and Prejudice in 1995 with our friend Colin First. My good friend Colin First. So I'm, having some, I'm having some religious ecstasy thinking about that. As you should. <laughs> I, always, I always laugh. Young Colin Firth was kind of the dashing scoundrel. Right. O- older Colin Firth is like the kind of sweet, safe guy, Bridget Jones diary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Different. <laughs> and you it's hard to make the connection because he's such a good actor after all. There you go. Uh when God speaks to Maud in her room, he is voiced by Maud speaking Ooh. Welsh and pitched down a few levels. So it's her voice, but they kind of lower it to make it creepy and scary. Well, I think Welsh. it's important. It goes yes. with my narrative. That it does. It is, in fact, her own voice. That she's just a Looney Tune is basically she's a, the moral She story. is a Looney Toonies. Um, in the credits, the cockroach is credited as Nancy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, presumably named after Nancy Spongin the Bug Rat. <laughs> Good times. So there you have it. That's there wasn't much in terms of. Oh my God! Imagine your Lord is Nancy Spungen. (laughs) Oh my Lord! Let's talk about the cast, shall we? You think there would have been more heroin in Maud's life if that was the case? Why can't there be? (laughs) Uh, Like we said, uh, Morphid Clark. I'm sure I'm butchering this name. Uh, She played Maud. You know her from Saint Maud. Pride and Prejudice and Zombie. She was in that movie Crawl about no. the uh, the crocodiles. Like they, uh, there's a hurricane and all the crocodiles go crazy. She's in that good stuff. <laughs> uh, most recently, she was, or before Mod, I should say, same Mod. She was in the Dracula miniseries on Netflix playing Mina. Oh, I didn't so, see that. Did you see that? It was all right. Uh-oh. All right. If you think it's all right, but then I'm gonna hate it. So you never next, know. Next, no, I know. Uh, Jennifer L. Aniston. I'm gonna mess up all their names. Played uh, Amanda, Amanda, and you know her as Jessica from Zero Dark Thirty. Nope. No. Elizabeth Bennett in Pride yeah. and Prejudice, 1995. That's my girl. Uh, I'm trying to think what else she was in. Some other things. Nothing's leaping Doesn't in Doesn't matter. Pride and Prejudice, that's the one you need to She know. was Carla in Fifty Shades Freed. Yeah, she was in all the Fifty Shades. Which one was Carla? Was that the older woman that, that taught him all this stuff? 
Um, you think I'm watching the Fifty Shades you of Grey? You watched movies? it with your wife. Give me a break. Is you crazy? Uh, she was also in the remake of RoboCop a few years ago. Good times. <laughs> All star cast. You know what? It says she was born in Winston Salem, North Carolina. I told you. So who you. knows? There you go. So who's to say? I'm not going to talk. Is there anybody else from the cast you want to know about? Right? No, no, I'm looking up Carla in Fifty Shades. I, I don't think she's the one. She's uh, not uh, Johnson or whatever. No, no, Lord. Um, <laughs> oh, she's Anastasia's mother. And who's Anastasia? Well, that's is that Dakota. Dakota? Yeah, that's is that Dakota. Dakota? I didn't read the books. I did see one of the movies, and that was enough. I, I don't need to hear from my mom and my aunts what their kind of porn is. Everybody, about their ecstasies? About their agonies and their ecstasies. I'm all, everybody just needs to keep their own special porn. That is not a mother-daughter bonding thing. Becky and I watched this movie, and it stars the guy who played Christian Grey. The uh, Fall? No, it was, it was, on, um, was it on Amazon Prime. Don't get me wrong. He's a good-looking Irish lad. It was called um, Wild Mountain Time. Oh. And it takes place in Ireland. And he's the main character. Emily Blunt plays his love interest. I like Emily Blunt. And his father's played by Christopher Walken. Yeah! Doing a crazy Irish accent. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Well, I will say, if you haven't seen The Fall, you have to watch The Fall. Gillian Anderson is in it and plays a, a police officer working in Ireland. Is Gillian and, Anderson and considered a, a honorary British person? Oh. It's fascinating. She's in all these British shows. I yep. wonder if she's living over there. She's she lives thin there. thin as a rail. Yeah, I she think so. Because she's in The Fall. She was in that, that sex education. Didn't she play Margaret Thatcher in something? She played Margaret Thatcher. Yes. And she was in the Hannibal the series. She was amazing. She was. I love the Hannibal series. I loved it. I was so sad when it got when it ended. Uh let's talk about the ratings for Saint Maud. All right. It currently has a 93% certified fresh. I say that's a hundred percent accurate. I'm laughing at this because you go to the Rotten Tomatoes page uh, for Saint Maud. It's literally the picture is her in mid org. So <laughs> check it out. Good times. Be, be sure to post some because uh, <laughs> ecstasy of Saint Teresa uh, when we. Uh, yeah, go I will over not this. be doing that. <laughs> I will not be doing that. No, it's 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 the craziest. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Moving right along. Do, 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 do. Are you ready? Give me, what is your rating for this? All right. I am going to give it four and a quarter. <laughs> uh, Nancy, Nancy Sponge and Cockroach Earrings. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to give it nine out of ten straight orgs. <laughs> Is that a religious org, or do you mean orcs like Lord of the Rings? <laughs> it's the Org of the Rings. It's the Org of the Rings. No, it is. It is. It is creepy all the way through, and when it hits it, it's like pow. That's all I'm gonna it say. Didn't it is not very long. How long? It's not long. It's like ninety minutes or something. It is. 
It is freaking 84 minutes. Yeah, it was it was super short because it was like, whoa, whoa, bang. Yeah. So oh, good, yeah. straight and to the point. Movies are getting too long, and it's never for – it always means ex extra car chases, not plot development. They need to throw a couple more car chases in the same mod. I could, <laughs> why not? Have Vin Diesel not pop nearly out. enough. Well, here's the thing. You know, Helen Mirren is in all those Fast and the Furious movies now. So oh check God. it out. Poor Helen. Obviously. What do you mean, poor has, Helen Mirren? How I dare you? I love it. Hey, prime suspect, man, Helen Mirren. She was also in that uh, Penthouse Caligula movie yes. with uh, Malcolm McDowell. Well, again, what? people have like a long breadth of their career. Colin Firth yeah. was the scoundrel. Young Helen Mirren. She was like a, a he, lady of the He night. was never a scoundrel. You don't understand Jane Austen. It's all about. Hey, I'm not person. just talking. I'm not just talking oh, about that. Oh, you said circle of friends. There's a He was in a bunch of things. He was in. Uh, 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 oh crap! What was that movie? Um, circle of friends. Yes. Yeah, sorry, I meant to say circle of friends that you just said. No, yes. the movie uh, with Gwyneth Paltrow, where it's about Shakespeare and love. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was kind he, of he the, was kind of a fop in that anyway. Well, he, he was, was like the the uh, the mustache twirling villain kind yeah. of. Yeah, he played that for a few years. Uh, anyway, Shakespeare in Love is so good too. I love Shakespeare. People yeah. are like, people give it the thumbs down because what? they felt uh, they felt. Uh, oh damn! I feel like I'm having a stroke. The movie about <laughs> World War II that Spielberg directed. Band of Brothers. Forget it. Well, who am I asking? <laughs> Saving who am I asking? Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. By exactly. The way, I didn't watch either one of those, so I have no idea. So your references are dead to me. Well, no, people were like, Saving Private Ryan should have won instead of Shakespeare in Love. And I'm like, I liked Saving Private Ryan. Shakespeare in Love deserved to win as well. So I'm not going to get into it like that. So there you yeah. have it. it, it I love it. And pe more people should see it. I agree. So, and, and more people should rush out and see St. Maud. It is on oh, Epics. Bang. It's bang. Check Especially it out. Uh, all you Catholics out there, and even if you're not, bang. You know, and all, all of our Welsh listeners should check it out. Oh, definitely. And if you're a Welsh Catholic, well, there you go. That's a double whammy. <laughs> so there you have it. Thank you very much. Go to our page on Facebook at the podcast that wouldn't die. Go to our page on Twitter at T Podcast TW Die. Email us at the podcast that wouldn't die at Gmail. We're on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Google Podcasts, Spotify. More recently, we're on Amazon Music. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Pandora. The list goes on and on. On so and on. Where all your finer podcasts are sold. Are That's we going to get at. one of them Patreon accounts so they yeah. can get like, what is it, for fans only? Like, for, That's a different thing. <laughs> fans only is different. We're not doing that. Uh, Aaron, you're on social media, although hopefully not fans only. <laughs> I am the cult of Aaron. Join the cult. I'm on the Twitsker and the Insta. Sounded like you pounded your fist as you said it. I did. Good Lord. <laughs> so there you have it and be well